I'm Not a Gentleman is a production of ChaseAndRider.com. Raw denim is when the fabric is in its natural state. So you're going to see that they come in a very dark blue color. And they are usually expensive. It's not unusual to find them around like two, three, even $400. Although depending on the brand and depending on the stores, you can sometimes find them between $75 and $100. And what makes them so special is that the more you wear them, the better they look. And you don't really need more than one pair. Yo, what up? Welcome to I'm Not a Gentleman, the show designed to help you look stylish without following trends. I'm your host, Vladimir Riche from ChasingRider.com, and your favorite menswear YouTuber's favorite menswear YouTuber. I've helped dozens of clients and hundreds of students and viewers feel more confident by looking their best and always making a great first impression. I've had a lot of guys ask me, what are the most important pieces that they can get if they wanted to build a capsule wardrobe? It's a really, really good question. It depends on a few things. Number one, where are you going to be wearing the clothes to? What I mean is, are you somebody that wears a suit all the time? Or are you somebody that wears a suit when the occasion calls for it? You know what I mean? And also, how often do you dress in tailored clothing versus casual clothing? So those are the kind of questions that I usually ask guys. I'm going to give you 23 pieces that I recommend for somebody to build a capsule wardrobe. Intro. So here are 23 items that I recommend for someone to build a capsule wardrobe. Now, this is based on a couple things. It's based on someone that doesn't wear a suit all the time. They only wear it when it's necessary. And also, this is based on fall and winter since we are on the fall right now. So the first suit that I would recommend would be a navy suit. Not just any kind of suit. It'd have to be a navy flannel suit, being that we are on the fall and winter. And you want it to have patch pockets and also soft shoulders. And the reason why you want it to have those type of things, patch pockets is going to make the suit more casual. That way you can break it up and wear it as separate. If you're wearing a suit that has regular pockets and let's say structured shoulders, it looks more like you're wearing an orphane suit jacket versus something that you can break up. So when you're building a capsule wardrobe, you want it to be as versatile as possible. So this is why we're going that route. And you'll see later as we start going through the list. The second item that I would recommend when building a capsule wardrobe would be gray out trousers. And I would get something in flannel. Once again, this is the fall and winter edition of the capsule wardrobe. And for the color of gray, or should I say for the shade of gray, I would go with a medium. To me, that happens to be the most versatile color, but you can also do a lighter gray or you can even do a charcoal. But the medium is going to be more versatile. You can wear that with the jacket from the navy suit. And you can also wear that with other pieces that we're going to get into a little bit later. But the gray out trousers is one of the most versatile pieces in menswear, and you definitely need to have that in your capsule wardrobe. The third item that I recommend is a tweed sport coat. And tweed is one of those fabrics that's almost indestructible. Very, very tough wearing fabric. And they come with so many different colors. Typically, it's like a melange. It's like a bunch of colors put together. So I would definitely recommend something with a pattern. And that's what I would pick 
as a third item. That would also go great with the gray out trousers. So because of that, I would probably shy away from a gray tweed. It can have gray in it, but it just can't be the dominant color, especially if it's a medium gray. So you want something that's going to be different from the from the gray trousers. The good thing is, like I was saying, tweed does come in a bunch of different color combinations. So finding a really nice color for a pattern tweed sport coat is not going to be hard. So this is what I would recommend as a third piece. Number four, a light blue dress shirt. I wear light blue dress shirts probably 80% of the time when I'm wearing a suit. So now we're talking about a dress shirt that you're going to be wearing with a suit, not dress shirts that are a little bit more casual. We'll get to that later. So we're talking about something with a spread collar and that's going to look really beautiful with your suit. Once again, I'm always in blue shirts, light blue shirts. So that's what I would recommend as the fourth piece. Number five, I would recommend a white dress shirt because a white dress shirt, just like a blue dress shirt, is also versatile, but it's a bit more serious. So let's say you are going to a wedding, then you want to wear the white dress shirt as opposed to the light blue dress shirt. It does step up the formality with it being white. So every man should have a clean white dress shirt in their closet at all times. And that's what I would recommend for the, for the fifth piece. Now, to get a little bit more casual for the sixth piece, I would recommend also a light blue, but this time a light blue Oxford cloth button-down collar shirt, also known as the OCBD. So light blue, once again, is a very versatile color. And with the button-down collar, this is when the tip of the collar is attached to the body of the shirt by a button, and that automatically makes the shirt a casual shirt, business casual. So that's what I would recommend that you wear with the tweed sport coat or with the jacket from the from the blue suit or with the jacket from the navy suit when you're wearing it casually with your eye trousers. And the next piece, number seven, I would recommend another OCBD shirt, but this time I would do a combination of white and blue. And once again, this is what you're wearing casually. Personally, I never wear a button-down collar with a suit, although I have seen guys do it. Um, so I'm not saying that you can't do it, but it definitely goes a lot better when you're wearing it with out trousers and a sport coat versus wearing it with a full suit. Number eight, you guys heard me speak about this one before, and this is a black grenadine tie. Grenadine is a silk fabric that's only manufactured in Italy. It's something different about a grenadine tie compared to, let's say, a more smooth texture because grenadine has a grainy texture to it. Now, there are two types of grenadine. There's the fina, which is more of a finer grain, and then there's the grossa, which is more of a thicker grain. Now, as far as which one you should get, it just really depends. The finer grain is probably slightly dressier, I would say. But I don't know, maybe that's just me. But I don't think you can really go wrong, you know what I mean? When you have a dark tie like that, it is going to be very dressy regardless. And wearing a blue suit, a white shirt, or should I say wearing a navy suit, a white shirt with a black tie is a really, really nice look. Especially, you know, when you're going to something very serious like a wedding 
or like a really serious meeting, a job interview, something like that. You know what I mean? So you want to make sure that you have that in your wardrobe. Now, a lot of guys usually push back and tell me they prefer a navy tie, a navy grenadine over the black. I don't have any beef with that. It's just me personally. I don't like the monochrome look, so I wouldn't wear a navy tie with a navy suit. If that's your thing, by all means, you can go for the navy, but this is why I wouldn't pick the navy myself if the only suit that I have is a navy suit. If the suit was gray, then there's a better chance that I would probably pick the navy, even though I do prefer the black. But definitely black for me in that situation. But once again, that's just a personal preference thing. If you like the monochrome look, then go ahead, man, and do the navy. That's what you like. The nice piece that I would recommend for a capsule wardrobe would be a dark green foulard tie. So foulard is a pattern that repeats itself, but it's multiple patterns. So typically it's not just one pattern. It has a couple of different patterns. It could be small flowers, It could be shapes, like diamond shapes, circles, or what have you. And they just repeat themselves throughout the tie. And the material that I would choose would be an ancient matter. Ancient matter is also a type of silk, but it does have a chalkier feel to it, which makes it perfect for the fall and winter. So it'll go perfectly with your navy flannel suit. And green and navy is also a really good combination, and that's why I'm picking green. But you can also pick burgundy there. And there are other colors like dark brown that will also work really well in that scenario. Um, But I'm picking green for this one. We'll be right back. Yo, real quick, I got something very special to share. Are you ready to elevate your style game? Well, I got just the thing for you when you want to cost you a dime. Introducing my latest ebook, The Seven Style Mistakes That You're Making Right Now. It's packed with insights to help you up your style game. In this exclusive guide, I break down the common pitfalls that many of us fall into. From fashion faux pas to overlooked details, I got you covered. You'll learn how to turn heads for all the right reasons and boost your confidence in any situation. So are you ready to transform your wardrobe and leave those style mistakes behind? Head over to I'mNotAGentleman.com or click the link in the show notes to grab your copy of the 7 style mistakes that you're making right now. It's a game changer and it's 100% free. Thanks for tuning in today. And remember, style is a reflection of who you are. Let's make sure you're sending the right message. Grab your copy now and let's embark on this style journey together. Until next time, stay stylish. Now that we spoke about the jackets, the shirts, the ties, and the suit, the next thing to talk about is what you're going to wear on your feet. So the first thing that I would recommend is a pair of black cap to Oxford. You guys are used to me. You've heard me speak about black cap to Oxford plenty of times. It's not the most versatile shoe in the sense that it is a very serious shoe, but it is the most versatile as far as you can wear it with any color. But in this case, we don't really have to wear it with a bunch of colors because we only really have one suit. And with that shoe being that serious, I would not recommend that you wear it casually. Like if you're wearing your navy jacket as a sport coat or as a blazer and you're wearing your gray out trousers, I wouldn't wear the black capital axles with that. 
But if you are going to a wedding, only thing that you can wear to a wedding, to me, is a pair of black shoes. So this is the only time that I would recommend that you pull out the black cap to Oxford is when you're wearing the navy suit for a serious occasion. So even though it's not as versatile to be able to wear it all the time, but it's necessary and essential that you have one. For shoe number two, I would recommend a pair of Axe Blood Splito Derby. Splito Derbies are probably my favorite style of shoe. And they're lace-ups, but derbies mean they're not as dressy as a pair of Oxfords. The derby has an open lacing system versus the Oxfords have a closed lacing system. So the derby is going to be more versatile, meaning that you can also wear it with a suit, even though it's not as serious of a shoe as an Oxford. But in your case, your suit is going to be a little bit more on the casual side anyway with the patch pockets and the soft shoulders. So you can definitely, without a doubt, wear it with split to derbies. And in most cases, people won't even be able to tell because when you're talking about lace-ups, a lot of times people just see the lace-ups and they just assume that all lace-ups are the same. Even with myself, it took me a while to realize that there was a difference between derbies and Oxfords. So I would definitely recommend that shoe. So not only can you wear it with the suit, you can also wear it with the tweed sport coat and the gray out trousers. So that's a perfect shoe to have in your capsule wardrobe. Number 12, I would recommend a pair of Doug Brown suede chuckers. Chuckers are like a mid boot. And the great thing about chuckers, they're also very versatile. You can wear them with a suit and a pinch, although it wouldn't be my first option. But with a flannel suit, you can definitely wear one. But it's probably more suited for no pun intended, for our trousers, sport coats, you can even wear it with denim. So dark brown suede chuckers would be option number 12. Number 13, we're going to stay with footwear, but this time a lot more casual. And that's a pair of gray New Balance. I love New Balance shoes. I've loved them since high school. Even though back then I only had one pair, I was more into the Jordans back then. But my cousins used to always wear a lot of Asics and a lot of New Balance back when I was in high school. And you can see some of my style, streetwear-wise, I got from, from my cousins. So shout-out to Renee, shout-out to Reg. Rest in peace to Carl. But those guys used to wear New Balances a lot back then um, when I first got here from Haiti. So uh, I've always loved New Balances. Right now, that's pretty much all I wear for the most part. And I would highly recommend a pair of gray New Balance. So the second pair of sneakers that I would recommend, which is number 14, and that's a pair of off-white canvas sneakers. Canvas sneakers are minimalistic sneakers, meaning that they have no kind of logos on them whatsoever. Well, with a New Balance, you will see the N, so you can't really confuse New Balance with anything else. But canvas sneakers, you can never really tell where they're from. Because a lot of different companies make them. So unless you're really, really into them, you can't tell exactly what the brand is. And sometimes that's perfect, man. When you want to be very low-key and you want something that just blends in. So those shoes are definitely dope. Now, the reason why I'm picking off-white is because you find them a lot in white. So I wanted to do something a little bit different. White for those shoes is probably the most popular option. So I would go with off-white just to be a little bit different. Now, what are you going to wear with your New Balance and your canvas sneakers? So this is what we're going to discuss 
on number 15, which is a pair of raw denim jeans. Raw denim is when the fabric is in its natural state. So you're going to see that they come in a very dark blue color. And they are usually expensive. It's not unusual to find them around like two, three, even $400. Although depending on the brand and depending on the stores, you can sometimes find them between $75 and $100. And what makes them so special is that the more you wear them, the better they look. And you don't really need more than one pair, maybe 12, 13, 14 ounces and up for the fall and winter. And once again, the more you wear it, the better it's going to look because you're going to develop those natural fades. And one thing that I've done in the past to speed up the process of the fades is you can actually sleep in them. So definitely highly recommended. So instead of buying jeans where they already have fades, it's a lot more satisfactory when you develop the fades yourself. At least I think so. So that's what I would wear with the New Balance that's what I would wear with the canvas sneakers. And you can even wear them with your chuckers or splito derbies. So that's what I would recommend at number 15. Number 16, if you want to step it up from raw denim, then a pair of khaki chinos would be my recommendation. Khaki is also a very versatile color. You can wear it with any color top and it's going to look great. Number 17, still staying with chinos. My favorite color of chinos is probably olive green. And that's a really, really dope color. And once again, that's a little bit more formal than your than your jeans. But you can still dress it down and wear it with sneakers. So whenever I'm wearing my chinos, I only wear them with sneakers, really. I don't wear them with shoes or anything like that. So although I have worn suede shoes before with jeans, but somehow I've never worn shoes with chinos. I always wear sneakers. Number 18. I would recommend a really nice navy hoodie. And what I mean by really nice, nothing with a logo on there or anything like that. You want it to be like a plain navy hoodie. You know what I mean? One of my favorite ones is a two-way zip front. I have it in a couple of different colors, but the navy is my favorite one. So actually, if you check out my Instagram post that I just posted this past weekend, I'm already in that picture. So that's what I would recommend for number 18. Number 19 is a plain gray sweatshirt. So once again, we're staying away from logos or name brands on these. Those are pretty versatile. You can wear them by themselves or you can even wear an OCBD under it. So that's definitely something that I would recommend. So you can wear those with chinos or you can wear them with your jeans. So a gray sweatshirt, a very versatile piece to have in your wardrobe. Number 20. I would recommend a multi-colored flannel shirt. Flannel shirts are a really nice look to wear with your raw denim. They really go hand in hand. One company that makes really nice ones is L.L. Bean, but you can find a bunch of different companies that make them. And those are essential for the fall and winter. I can imagine wearing raw denim without having a flannel shirt to go along with that. So highly recommended. And that's how we're going to round up the top 20. Number 21 is a camel top coat. I know camel is probably not as versatile as navy. But the thing is, everybody wears navy, you know. And also, if I'm wearing a navy suit, which is the only suit that I have, I don't want to throw one, a navy top coat. 
So I'd recommend either a camel or brown top coat for when you, you dressed up, you know what I mean? So when you're wearing your suit or when you're wearing your tweed sport coat. So that's what I would recommend for those. Number 22, for when you dress down, I'd recommend a forest green wax jacket. A wax jacket is a very versatile piece, actually, because you can even wear it over your sport coat. I wouldn't wear it with a suit, per se, unless I'm in a pinch, but you can definitely wear a sport coat under a wax jacket. Although, to me, it feels more at home when you're more dressed down with chinos and raw denim, but you can definitely wear it. I've seen it done tastefully. I've done it myself, so... That's number 22. And last but not least, number 23 would be a short collar cardigan. So that's another way you can wear your out trousers without wearing a jacket. A short collar cardigan, even though it's a casual piece, if you're wearing an OCBD and you have a short collar cardigan over it and you're wearing, let's say, your gray out trousers, that's a really nice look. And you can switch everything to the raw denim too in that situation. So the raw denim is going to work really well there also with OCBD and a short collar cardigan over it. And for the short collar cardigan, I would recommend either navy or charcoal, but they come in so many different colors. Just get whatever you like. So that's what I would recommend as the last piece of a capsule wardrobe. Somehow I think I'm missing something, although I can't really put my finger on it. But for now, those are the top 23 things that I would recommend. Actually, I'll throw a bonus on there, number 24. Get yourself a beanie because we're talking about the fall and winter. You guys know I stay with a beanie, whether I'm wearing a suit, whether I'm dressed more casually. So in the fall and winter, you'll always catch me with a beanie. So I say throw that on and let's just make it a top 24 capsule wardrobe for the fall and winter. So this is a part of the podcast where I take your questions. If you want to participate, all you have to do is go to I'mNotAGentleman.com, click on the microphone in the lower right corner, leave your name and your question for a chance for it to be answered live on the podcast. So this question comes from my guy James in Indiana. Let's get to it. Vlad, this is James out in Indy. Love what you're doing, brother. Keep doing your thing. My question for you this evening it's going to be on your favorite subject, shoes. So my question is, how are one's shoes supposed to fit? I've heard different theories from different people who you know, I hold in the same regard in the shoe game. Um, but I've heard like that your shoes should fit snugly, but not to the point where they hurt. I personally don't like my shoes to fit snug. I don't like them loose, but I don't like them snug. So is there uh, an actual proper fit of your shoes? Thanks, brother. Love. That's a really good question, man. Personally, I don't like for my shoes to be too tight, and I definitely don't like them to be too loose. If there was a gun to my head, I think I prefer them to be too tight than too loose. But I like to be right in the middle, man. But the only thing is, when I first try on a pair of shoes, I'd rather them be a little bit more snug in the beginning because I know that eventually they're going to get more comfortable as I wear the shoes. So as your feet settle in the shoes, they're only going to get more comfortable going forward. So that's my thought on that. Strictly preference. Some guys do like their shoes tighter. Some guys like them a bit looser. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. But that's a really good question because I know that other guys probably 
more than the same thing. But just find out exactly how you like to wear your shoes and go from there. If you don't like them to be tight, then just know that if they're a little bit tight in the beginning, there's a good chance that they're going to get looser. So just keep that in mind. So this is the part of the podcast that I like to call I Got a Story to Tell. A little bit of a background about me is I was born in the Bronx, but I grew up in Haiti. But every other year or so, depending on if we did well in school, then we would come and spend the summer here in America. So because of that, and also because we were fortunate to have cable TV when I was growing up in Haiti, I was already familiar with English. So when I moved there for good, when I was 15, no, 16, I already knew English. Even though I didn't speak it fluently, I definitely understood it and I could hold a conversation. Because, you know, whenever I would come for the summertime, I would hang out with my cousins. They didn't speak Creole that great, so they would speak to me in English and I had no choice but to try to understand it. So when I first went to school, it was a couple of days before Christmas, so they didn't really know how good I spoke English. So they put me in the lowest ESL class. ESL stands for English as a second language. So it was me with other kids that really didn't speak English at all. But it was really cool. I was in that class for about a week. But one story is I met this Haitian dude. He wasn't in the class, but one of my classmates introduced me to him. And we were speaking in Creole, and I remember him really struggling to talk back to me in Creole. But when you first get here and you're speaking to other dudes, you can tell how long they've been here by the way that they speak the language. You know what I mean? So with this guy, he was really struggling speaking Creole. So I said to myself, man, this Haitian's been here for a minute. Look how much he's struggling to speak Creole. You know, I admired that because he was really making an effort. Well, two days later, I heard him try to speak English to somebody else. And like I said, I understood English, but somehow his English was worse than his Creole was. <laughs> Which really made me question what language is he fluent in? Because his Creole was bad, his English was bad, you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's a question I still ask myself to this day, man. So the bottom line is what happens a lot of time, dudes would fake it sometimes to try to make it look like they've been here for a long time. When in reality, they've only been here for like a year, you know what I mean? So he tried to front like he's been here for a while, so he was struggling speaking Creole, only to find out that his English was way worse than his Creole was. <laughs> Unreal. So thanks for checking out my capsule wardrobe suggestions for the fall and winter, and tune in again next week for another fire episode of I'm Not a Gentleman. Peace. Yeah. Tell them to watch it.